Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is Favorite Movie Duos. Enjoy! All right, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I am Tony the Movie Guy. This is a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast, and my lovely co-host. Miss Money Annie. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. All right, good. So tonight's episode is pretty simple and uh, should be fun. Um, We've been doing these movie polls, which is something I get a lot of uh, enjoyment out of on our Facebook social media page for Tony the Movie Guy, which the listeners, you guys should definitely check out. Every week we do weekly movie polls. They're really fun. Um, And one of the ones that's kind of come up quite a bit that's been quite popular has been a movie duos or duos. Duos? Duos. Duos? Duos. What do you think, listeners? Let us know. Duos. I don't know. Duos. <laughs> My wife keeps giving me a hard time when I say duos. She thinks I'm saying do-over or something. Eh. Movie duos. You know, like Bill and Ted. You know, that kind of thing. So um, that's going to be tonight's main topic. We're going to go back and forth and discuss kind of our own handpicked lists of favorite movie duos. Um, so that's what we'll talk about, which I think will be fun. And uh, it'll be, I think we're going to have a lot of the same ones. Oh, yeah. um, but we'll see. It will be interesting. I, I specifically left some off that I knew you would have. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, maybe I did the same. So that's our main topic. Um, otherwise, a few things I did want to plug. Um, first of all, we're doing, in addition to the, the movie polls on the Facebook page and other cool, you know, movie news and things like that, that you can always check out there daily. There's always something new posted. Um, we're doing giveaways. We've got a limited edition of Tony the Movie Guy fridge magnets, and we're going to have other kind of cool gifts and things like that. So what I do is every week I post a trivia movie question and we do a drawing. So, uh, you know, try and answer the question, get it right, obviously. And then I pick at random out of the, you know, the people who guessed uh, and pick a winner. And the only other rules is obviously, A, you have to get the question right. B, you have to be a member and have liked Tony and the Movie Guy, the Facebook page. Um, And then C, we just ask that you share the link and you tag three of your friends. So if you do that, then you can go in the drawing and you can win a cool giveaway. So we do those every week on Tony the Movie Guy on the Facebook page. Other than that, Miss Money Any is going to plug our Patreon and our GoFundMe because we love and we need money and support. Always. Yeah, guys. Uh, first of all, I really wanted to thank you listeners, supporters for everything you've done so far. Uh, without you guys, there would be no show. And thank you so much for those of you who are patrons on our Patreon and uh, support our GoFundMe, which many of you have. Um, you can easily find that if you have not supported us yet at GoFundMe and just search Tony the Movie Guy podcast next level. That's the campaign. Or on our Patreon, uh, you just search Tony the Movie Guy and you'll find us. 
it's invaluable to us uh, to continue to have your help because we've expanded. We've been going a year now and yeah. it's, you know, it takes a lot of energy. It takes lots of uh, different merchandise, all kinds of things. We want to upgrade equipment, put more money into marketing and so many things we could do to become the biggest movie podcast. So uh, yeah, please help us continue to help us. And the truth is, Anything counts. Anything. Anything helps. Absolutely. It truly does. It keeps the podcast going. So if you enjoy this show, which we hope you do, um, your help flow means so much to us. Yes. Okay, good. Let's go right into it, huh? Let's do it. All right. We're doing movie duos or movie duos. I, uh, are you doing the gentlemanly thing and letting me start this time again? Yeah, of course. Really? Lady, ladies I'm so first. excited. I'm excited about this one because I'm quite sure it would be at the top of your list. And if it's not, then I... We'll say I don't know you as well as I think I do. Do you want me to guess? Okay. Han and Chewie? No. Oh, so that's number one on my list. But it wouldn't be the number one on mine. Ah. I went with Frodo and Sam. That's number two on my list. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I mean, I figured either either one of those. So I mean, Frodo and Samwise Gamgee from The Lord of the Rings. Yes. So, I mean, as most of you know, if you've listened to our podcast, Tony and I are huge Lord of the Rings yes. fans. It's, it's our, our favorite Favorite franchise. film collectively yeah. as Tony the Movie Guy podcast. Exactly. And Frodo and Sam, to me, are just such a lovable duo. Oh, completely. The adventures, the love, the hurt, uh, what they push each other through, the comedy between them. Right. Um, it, it's the perfect friendship. Yeah. And we're talking the characters, but specifically from oh, the yeah. film trilogy, Elijah Wood as Frodo and Sean Austin as, as Samwise. Samwise is incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's amazing because there's in those films, it's quite some drastic betrayal, you know, oh, that completely. happens, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm sure. Damn unless... you, Gollum. <laughs> exactly. And the way Samwise Gamgee handles it and loves him despite all is really what ends up, you know, saving oh, the completely. story. Absolutely. Because he just won't let go. And, and no matter how much his friend is hurting him, he loves him despite all, which is friendship yeah. to me. Anyway, that duo to me is my favorite duo. Yeah, there, there are so many moments that are so just beautiful. And yeah. to me, it's never fake it, no. it, it works every bit, their bond, their emotion, that scene, you know, when he's like, you know, I may not be able to carry the ring, yeah. but I can carry you. And he, oh, you know, makes and, me yeah, and Samwise like literally carries yeah. Frodo up Mount Doom. It's insane. But um, also after everything's said and done and they get carried away by the eagles, Frodo wakes up yeah. and there's Gandalf nodding his head and smiling and then Merry and Pippin come in and hug him and yeah. Aragorn comes in and Legolas and Gimli and then Samwise is just standing by the door oh, yeah. and the way they look at each other and just that nod, yeah. that smile, just that kind of acceptance of everything they've been through, it's one of my favorite unspoken scenes in cinematic history absolutely and then of course the end of course when you know they're going with um bilbo mm -hmm. and with gandalf who have to leave with the elves but then the twist is you know frodo has to leave too he's yeah. kind of broken in in the world and he's got to go off and just that breakdown mm -hmm. of 
you know, Samwise, and then the way Frodo kisses him on the forehead. There's nothing homoerotic about it or weird not. about it to me. It's so genuine and it, and it works so well. It's, it's just beautiful. beautiful. I sob my eyes out. <laughs> Every time, yeah. especially on that sequence, as he's saying goodbye. And again, the emotion with Merry and Pippin is, is strong, but just that bonding connection that Frodo Sam have shows why they're just one of the best movie duos of all time. Yeah, and it's one of the only films, and I've said this before, at, at that exact scene, I looked around me, there was not a dry eye. Every yeah. Every boy, every man, every child, everyone was weeping. And because it's so emotional... Yeah. Because that's a bond and a friendship that you can't break. Yeah. So it was number two on my list. Number one for me is Star Wars. Of course. Han Solo, Chewbacca. I grew up on Star Wars. I've seen those films probably more than any other film, even The Lord of the Rings, um, just as a kid. And, and that was one of the things as well that just worked so well with The Force Awakens. Remember that trailer and that final scene where you see Han and Chewie, Harrison Ford mm -hmm. and Peter Mayhew who plays Chewbacca? Chewie, we're home. As they come into the Millennium so Falcon. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I watched that trailer like a hundred times. It was ridiculous. Um, so Han and Chewie from Star Wars are my favorite duo. I'm also just going to mention, uh, because it's number three on my list. Sure. R2-D2 and C-3PO. Of course. Um, as a duo, they're almost better to me. Right. You know, as a duo. How because, they play off each right, other. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're like the first characters you see in yeah. Star Wars. And they just work so well. And C-3PO goes, oh, R2. You know, we're going to get totally. in so much trouble. And then, doop, 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 beep, beep, beep. I can't do uh, totally. R2-D2. But, um, but you love them. They, yeah. You love them so much. They're incredible. So, you know, the droids are, are amazing. So they're right up there for me as well as duos in star wars which is interesting because some of the duos on our lists are not necessarily people right right and i was thinking about it, i'm like what makes a really good duo and it's the chemistry oh it's absolutely often the actors and their ability to have that chemistry on screen just as you know a really good romance would but the chemistry between partners and these kinds of duos is actually more important yeah because they have to play off each other so well the comedy has to work um and with all of these, that's what I see. It's yeah. like they are really able to pull it off and you love them as a pair. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, so that was mine, Star Wars, Han and Chewie, and then, of course, I had to do R2-D2 and C-3PO. Okay. Uh, my next one's from one of my other favorite movies, Doc and Marty from Back that's to the Future. That's my next one, too. Oh, we're doing good Wow, here. we're like in sync <laughs> yeah. right now. That's one of the first that actually came to mind yeah. uh, even before Sam and Frodo in terms of like, a great duo. You know what's funny? So it's Marty McFly and then Doc. Holiday. What's his Isn't name? It Doc Holiday? I don't know. I think it's Doc Holiday. I just know him as Doc. So it's Christopher Lloyd yeah. and Michael J. Fox. Pretty sure it's Doc Holiday. If I'm no wrong, idea. people, I'm really sorry. But I just rewatched that. I'm pretty sure it's Doc really? Holiday. Everyone just knows him as Doc. What's his yeah. first name? Emmett? That's I'm a very guessing. Good I know. I just know him as Doc. And I've seen Back to the Future a hundred Doctor, times. I don't remember. All right. I, I am going to Google it. But Do go it. ahead, talk. Yeah. So, Doc and Marty, I mean, Back to the Future, it's one of our favorite films that's also known to all our listeners. It is the, the most wonderful adventure and the, the hilarious um, quips and funny moments between Doc and Marty, who is Dr. Emmett Doc you Brown. You are right. Yeah. 
Excellent. There you go. That's right. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the funny moments between Doc and Marty. And, you know, Marty is always like astounded at what he's pulling off. And he's so quirky and so yeah. weird. Great, Scott. I know this is heavy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, well, heavy. This thing heavy. Why is everything heavy in the future? talking about the world's gravitational pull. Is there something wrong with it? That word. Yeah. You keep saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's funny. It's wonderful. 1.21 gigawatts. And when he thinks, for example, he's dead oh, at yeah. the end of the first one. I mean, that, that rips. When I first saw it as a kid, I was like, this can't be happening. Well, you're right. The chemistry. Yeah. Because it's so tender, even though, again, this teenage kid and, and this, this old creepy doctor shouldn't work. No, but it, it does. Because there's nothing. You, you could try and nitpick it, but it, it just works. Yeah. Because they have a genuine bond that doesn't come across creepy and I, I love them in the entire trilogy as well all three films obviously the first one the most because you've got that point of yeah doc spoilers the film's been out for 25 years he gets shot and supposedly yeah. killed at the beginning of the the film in 1985 and then when he goes back to 1955 you know he, marty knows that the doc yeah. was shot and he's kind of trying to prevent it yeah, in essence and he can't know? and it, it's the letter and then he rips up the letter and you think maybe he's still dead and then he's not and it's right wonderful. exactly it's wonderful yeah. anyway i love that dude yeah it's a great pick and again it was that was literally the, the I very wonder next if one your on next list. one's gonna be my next one maybe not because i'm a total nerd my oh. next one is captain kirk and spock oh it is on my list okay, but good, lower yeah. down so it's star trek here's the thing i'm not even as big a fan of Star Trek films like Star Wars because they're hit and miss, but Kirk and Spock, oh, yeah. I adore. I love how they cast them. Right, by the so way. you've got the original TV show with Spock, Leonard Nimoy, which and William. I never saw any. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Um, William Shatner, who is Captain Kirk, um, which is okay. And then they did a whole run of films. They did like six movies. Right. Um, and again, I love Kirk and Spock there. Their chemistry, their bond. Wrath of Khan is the second Star Trek film is one of the most beloved Star Trek movies. And that's the one where, um, you know, Spock dies again, right. spoilers. It's been out for 30 years and he dies in this radioactive chamber. And it's got that very famous scene where they put their hand up on either side. Which and, they totally changed in the new right. movies. So, and then in, in the new Star Trek spinoff movies, um, part of what made that work so well was all the cast. I mean, Bones and Simon Pegg as, uh, Scotty, all those characters it. work, work great. But, um, uh, Zachary Quinto as Spock was and Chris excellent Pine and Chris Pine yeah. was phenomenal yeah. and then yeah they did Star Trek Into Darkness which a lot of fans I love right, that a lot, movie well, a lot you of, know that look Benedict Cumberbatch was awesome in that and I love that movie a lot of fans had trouble with the, uh, they didn't like the fact that they kept it a secret and then the reveal was he was Khan and then they copied the same thing but they reversed it remember right. yeah. um, Captain Kirk dies instead of but he Spock doesn't actually and then die. he brings yeah. him back and blah 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 I, I, I'm a big fan of that film I've seen it three times it's fantastic I, yeah. I thought yeah but their chemistry that's a great pick they are so so funny and good together because yeah. honestly initially they hate each other that's right yeah <laughs> so it's brilliant yeah so Spock and Kirk and also specifically Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner and then Chris Pine and um Zachary Quinto who portray them brilliant so my next one's I'm going a little darker and um 
this has recently become one of my more favorite movies. I'm going with Clarice and Hannibal Lecter. Wow, it's not even on my list. Wow. And that's fantastic. I, maybe I didn't think of it as a duo. And by the way, it totally counts. It's 100% It's because he's duo. only in the film for 15 minutes. Sure. But what makes that entire movie is their chemistry and bond. Correct. And that's why I went there. And it actually came to mind before I even started looking at it's other a films. great pick. I totally overlooked it. Huge Silence of the Lambs fan. Um, Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins. Correct. And obviously Anthony Hopkins carries that film as we've been over many times, even though Jodie Foster's performance is amazing. Right. But they're from from the moment they see each other and as creepy as it first is. Quid pro quo, quo, Clarice. Yeah. Quid pro quo. And I don't know why I have such a hard time saying that. <laughs> anyway, if any of you haven't seen Science Alarms, it's the right month to watch it too because it is a creepy film. It's, it's not horror. It's more of a balls. thriller, but it's, it's a thriller, brilliant. Yeah. And their ongoing banter, uh, you know, how he he scares her yet thrills her and she's intrigued by him. It's well, such a good... they have this good... respect and admiration for each other. In a c- completely crazy way because he's a total psycho. A total psycho, but you're A, you're kind of rooting for him Spoilers when he escapes. And B, he helps her solve the case. Exactly. Anyway, I love that duo. It's phenomenal. Silence of the Lambs and yeah, Clarice and Hannibal Lecter. Great choice. Okay, good. This one is a a manly man one, but I do love them. Uh, Riggs and Myrtle. Of course. On my list. So that's Mel Gibson and Danny Glover from the Lethal Weapon movies. They did, I think, four four of them i love them from the 80s through to the 90s um i was a yeah. fan of all of those films i'm too old for this <laughs> shit you know? does he say that while he's oh no <laughs> what there's a there's while a, he's taking a there's shit a scene where he's on the toilet and he like opens the door and he says some whip, no, that's whippy in, line no no that's in lethal weapon 2 oh, that's when right. they've attached a bomb oh, to the right. toilet and that's he's right. literally i mean it's almost comical but it's not it's no. very tense yeah and then in loaded weapon right. uh, there's a spoof of it and that's samuel L. Jackson and Emilio Estevez and Emilio (laughs) Estevez is like where are you? And he's like, I'm in the bathroom. And they're, they're spoofing that sequence uh, from yeah. Lethal Weapon 2. And he opens the door. It's like, what are you doing? Sam Jackson's like, taking the shit. So <laughs> that's brilliant. That's the parody. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, so brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, that's fantastic. Fantastic pick. I love their on-screen chemistry. Yeah, so and good. Again, in the first film, they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, you know, I mean, that's like the original kind of buddy cop movie yes, along with I guess like 48 hours actually which came before that but it, it's the most memorable one to me um, and you're right it works because of their chemistry yeah. you love those characters together you can't really recast them it, it wouldn't have worked no. um, and they actually throughout the four fun. films still kind of annoy each other sure. but they love each other yeah, you know, absolutely. and it's just brilliant that way okay great your pick oh, Woody and Buzz Toy oh, that's story. on my list, of course. So that's Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. Correct. So obviously two amazing actors. Yeah. I'm a massive Tom Hanks fan. He's always at the top of my list for best actors. But I, I am a huge fan of those films. Uh, again, they hate each other in the at the beginning. Yeah. They Woody's really a hate each other. Asshole He's horrible to Buzz. Lightyear at to Buzz. First. And then by the second um film. Yeah. They, they really like each other right. and it's great. Anyway, they have a bond. I yeah. love them. Those are great films. And talk about, I mean, their animation Pixar. Talk about amazing voice acting. Oh, because so you couldn't imagine anyone else no. playing Woody and Buzz. No. 
that I think toy they they are doing Toy Story for it. I, think I it comes out I next saw year. something about that. Yeah, yeah. So the first one I love. The second one I honestly don't remember as much. I and rewatched then, it. And I actually really oh, like really? it. Oh yeah. really? I have all three of them. Yeah. And the third one I adore. It's amazing. The uh, third one's incredible. And yeah, yeah, they're such a great duo. And you're right. They're not even like the best of friends. Really, throughout all of them, they're always kind of coming at odds with each other. They're always trying is, to be better than each other. Yeah, but yeah. there is this kind of mutual respect. Yeah. So that that's a great choice. And they save each other all the time, which right. is honestly in all these duos, they end up often saving each other's butts in different ways. Well, you know what it is. I just thought about this in Toy Story. Is they're kind of they're both the leaders. Yes. So that's why they're always right. at, they're kind of like both like Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. You know, um, that's true. With all the other toys, so Definitely. that's why they're always kind of trying to top each other. Okay, good. My next one is Wayne and Garth. Wayne's gonna... World. Wayne's it's on my World. list, but lower Party down. Party time. Excellent. So that's Mike Myers. Party on, Wayne. Yeah. Party, Party on, on, Garth. Garth. So that's Mike Myers and Donna, Dana Carvey, yeah. who like has just vanished. Totally. Actually, so is Mike Myers. Um, I, I mean, I love Wayne's World. Wayne's World was such a part of my culture in the 90s. Yes. You know, we're not worthy. <laughs> we're not worthy. Totally. Sphincter says what? Like, I, like, I watched that movie all the time in the 90s. Obviously, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, the whole headbang, you know, schwing and all this yeah. different stuff. I mean, so I loved things. it. And then I didn't see that movie for years and I revisited it like five, six years ago and I've probably seen it 10 times since then. And it's amazing how much of the lingo, the terms and scenes that were just like staples of the 90s. Totally. I loved it too. I watched it many, many times and they are absolutely an amazing duo. Yeah. And it's so dumb, but I love it. You know, she will be mine. Oh, Oh, yes. She She will be mine. mine. Yeah. So so it's just. And then the hair. Every time he sees her, it's like this slow mo. And her hair's blowing. It's so good. Uh, I love that movie, actually. Now, now I want to watch it again. Let's watch it. Yeah. Okay, my next one is Watson and Holmes. Oh, yeah. So, duo. hold on. I'm surprised. Okay, good. So, there are a few down. They should be higher. But you know what a big fan I am? Not only of the two TV shows, and there are... So, that I can think of three different Watson and Holmes varieties, right. but all of them work for me, which yeah. is the films with Robert Downey Jr., and, and Jude Law. Jude Law. I Sherlock love their Holmes chemistry. And um, Watson, uh, John Watson. John Watson. Is, Dr. John Watson. Yeah, Dr. John Watson, Sherlock Holmes. Um, or in elementary, it's Lucy Liu as Joan Watson and obviously Sherlock Holmes. Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller, who I love their chemistry, which has carried the show. They're on for season seven. They just finished season six. That's crazy. And they had a brilliant cliffhanger, people, by the way. Brilliant, brilliant duo. And then obviously... The other show, which is Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Yeah, and Martin yeah. Freeman. Yeah. All three of those duos as those characters have fantastic chemistry. And then there's a whole bunch of earlier ones. There's there Basil, are. Basil Hawthorne, who did some of the those. classic uh, Sherlock Holmes movies, which I have seen, and they're really good. Which one's your favorite? It's kind of hard. Oh, I mean, I'm obviously, say, I, I no, haven't seen it's, Elementary. It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Yeah. Um, Something about those films and specifically... Their chemistry. Their chemistry, but his, him as, he is, to me, the epitome, what yeah. I picture Sherlock Holmes as, how crazy he is, yeah. yet how unbelievably intelligent he is. Yeah. And, and he just has no remorse and no care for people. He's so rude and honestly kind of a prick. Yeah. Um, because of his drug history and everything. 
And well, he's also so arrogant because he's so brilliant. He doesn't understand yeah, he doesn't. other people in a mundane way. Yeah, he doesn't understand social, ethnics, anything. Yeah. He doesn't get it. But what's beautiful is when, um, especially in that that rendition, when John comes into his life, they make him an ex, you know, an ex army vet. Yeah, and that has so much effect on their relationship and how they help each other. Yeah, I really love that. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman definitely yeah. are my favorite. I have a soft spot for Jude Law Me and uh, Me Robert too. Downey Jr. just because they're so fun and it's softer and lighter. It is. Those movies are. Great blockbusters. Yeah, they, they really are. are. Well, I would love to see a third one. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah. And I did I see it might have been one of those fake um I know they know, want things, to do but, it, but uh, I haven't seen anything official yet. It's it would be so good. Did you see the trailer for Holmes and Watson with John C. Riley and Will no. Ferrell? <laughs> Is that it's like a spoof? It's a right? spoof. They're oh. both but they are Sherlock Holmes and they do these the most ridiculous, <laughs> cheesy British accents. Like, oh, really? oh my goodness, Watson. <laughs> oh, no. It's the Queen of England. And he's like, oh my God, did you see her? She's ravishing. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, I love John it C. Riley and Will Ferrell. Oh, it looks ridiculous. And Ralph Fiennes is Moriarty. No. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. It looks really dumb. It comes out in Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I'll totally watch it. Anyway, uh, anyway Sherlock Holmes, Watson, classic duo. Um, movies. But just also as characters, yeah. absolutely legendary. And again, how they play off each other is yeah. what it is. It's so brilliant. Okay, good. My next one is a bit of a cheat, but I figured you would totally back me up and agree me that we kind of have to do it. Harry Potter. But it's got to be Ron, Harry, and Hermione. It's not a duo. It's a trio. It's a trio, but how could it not be on the list? I'll give it to you because you're so right. I mean, it, yeah. Hermione... Harry and Ron. They carry seven books, eight movies, and they're they're such whatever duo would mean as two, they are as <laughs> they three, are as a trio. It's like, so true. In terms it's of really their, the adventures, how they rely on each other, their bond, their chemistry. I mean, obviously Ron and Hermione end up together, but to me it would seem a bit of a fallacy to leave them off the list. I don't I don't because disagree. of a mathematical equation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you. And there's not many films where it is like that, where right. it is a trio, especially for, you know, eight yeah, films or exactly. whatever it is. And they often become into duos because sometimes it's, you know, Harry and Ron, sometimes it's Ron and That's Hermione, right. sometimes it's Hermione and Harry. They right. split up in the films often and always save each other's butts and yeah i i had to plug them for yeah. all the harry potter files but also you. it just it felt right and that's uh daniel radcliffe uh, emma watson and rupert grint i wish rupert grint would do more i love that guy i loved him as ron yeah all right no, he's brilliant go ahead i'm going with um harrison ford as indiana jones and sean connery as his father in the third movie okay I had it on my original you, draft. Okay. And, well, you know me. I, I had like 40 or 50. So then I took it off. Okay. Their chemistry is incredible. I'll give it to you. Well, you know, it's my favorite film out of the Indiana three. Indiana Jones and the Last the Crusade. Yeah. yeah. it's. I've seen that film at least 15 to 20 times. Yeah. It was my father's favorite Indiana Jones. We would watch it over and over again, specifically because of how funny they are. Junior. He always says Junior. Right. And he's like, my name is Indiana. The right. dog's name is Indiana. It's so <laughs> You call good. me Junior. You call our dog Indiana. Yeah. I mean, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford's chemistry oh, is I fantastic. Love it. How they're just 
bickering and bantering Always. even but when they they're love each yeah other even when so they're much. tied up and <laughs> the whole place is on fire they're, yeah. they're still arguing or with the girl yeah. when like they she slept with both of them yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so funny so um i told you that's a movie that's grown on me in the last decade yeah. i've seen it a handful of times and i like it more and more it holds up so well yeah. i watched it about two months ago one of my favorite duo films i yeah. just love them in that yeah, it's great. I'll do a little cheat, which would be short round in Indiana as well and sure. Temple of Doom. No, you know, I was going to go there and I thought you would. So. It wasn't on my list, so I just threw that in there. Yeah, for sure. All right, here's my next one. And you know, uh, this film, I worship it. I love it. Maverick and Goose. Absolutely. From Top Gun. So Tom Cruise and Anthony <gasps> Tragically Edwards. Tragically had that off my list. Yeah, well, and of course it's tragic yeah. because what makes the film so special to me and so heart-wrenching is that Goose dies, yeah. you know, and that scene, I, I'm not even kidding, gets me every single time. Oh, I know. You know, in this you. 80s slapstick, you know, over-the-top movie, it I find that like very emotional. It's it's heartbreaking, but uh, they're just so good together. Their chemistry, they love each other. They're like brothers, yeah. you know. And uh, you know, Tom Cruise plays the the cocky maverick so well, who kind of always is getting them into trouble. And Goose, Anthony Edwards, Goose, he's like, you know, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, and he's yeah. like, you know, I love you, man, but come on, we got to slow down. And then uh, look at what happens. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's really like whoa. Um, oh, I love it so much. I love that movie. And, and I can reenact the, I, I'm talking about like literally like, you know, mimic and reenact that entire like aerial death sequence oh, from everything. Like it's hilarious. Anyway, that's Top Gun. I had to give it to Mav and Goose. Fantastic pick. Um, I'm next going with actually um, Thelma and Louise. Oh, it's on my list. I had to go uh, plug the girls here. Yeah, what Susan a duo. Susan Sarandon, Sarandon and Gina Davis. Yeah. I am um, a huge Susan Sarandon fan because of The Client, which was one of my favorite films, John, John Grisham, Grisham films. Yeah. Um, and I saw Thelma and Louise way later, even though it was earlier. Yeah. Came out in 91. Yeah. I only saw it four years ago at Serena's oh, wow. house. Yeah. You liked it, right? I loved it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, I obviously knew the ending, so Iconic. it didn't surprise yeah. me. Um, and... I loved their chemistry. Yeah. I mean, that that female bond, how they have to rely on each other, it's brilliant. And the characters as well, because Gina Davis is this inhibited, inhibited. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> how do you say it? Inhibited. Inhibited. <laughs> like housewife who's all shy, although That's she's right. beautiful. And Susan Sarandon is this like stout, headstrong woman yeah. who's got this dark secret of what had happened to her when she was younger. Yeah. Um, and then the tables kind of turn and Gina Davis turns into like a badass totally they go around robbing banks and whatever happens happens um <laughs> kill people it's a great well no they only kill one, one person. person yeah one person. um who absolutely deserved it yep <laughs> you know uh, no one missed him um but it's a great pick uh it's a great duo and, and you're right it works so well because of their chemistry it really does okay good i'm going uh old school i had to do it uh it Again, uh, John C. Riley is doing this movie and uh, Steve Coogan is doing this movie, Laurel and Hardy. Um, and it comes out later this year. Nice. I ha They haven't been on my radar for most of my life. And it's a pity because they're silent films, they're slapstick. I don't think a lot of younger generation really know uh, Laurel and Hardy. But when I was a kid, my dad used to have all their silent films on oh, VHS. Awesome. And I used to just watch them over and over. They made like 30 movies together. I haven't seen Probably any. more than that. Well, they're from the like the 40s, I know, 50s. but still, I would think I'd still see them. They're so iconic and they are brilliant. And I, they had to be on a list of duos because Laurel and Hardy Absolutely. are like one of the OG like slapstick 
duos. Okay, I'm going way more modern on my next one. That's okay. Which is Nick and Danny and Hot Fuzz. So oh, I didn't do that. That's Simon Pegg. And Nick Frost. And Nick Frost. Oh, that's now, good. I love those guys together. I mean, they're together in all those films. I was going to say, but... we could just say Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in like the Cornetto trilogy. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but I picked my top favorite one. Actually, I like Shaun of the I Dead just the as Dead. well. Yeah. To actually, even better. But I feel like in Hot Fuzz, because they're like a um, cop duo their chemistry their chemistry yeah. is so funny because they at first also kind of not hate each other but he's sort of like uh, very like who are you why why are you being so weird it's such a good duo that's great i'm gonna throw in one i just thought of but mm. it's right in alignment with that which is point break oh uh, my gosh yeah uh, freaking um keanu reeves and uh patrick swayze i mean talk about other ends of the spectrum you yeah. know um what's his name uh I am a member of the FBI. Bodie and uh, I've gone blank on his Agent, name. We'll, we'll remember it. Some no, like yeah. super young, it. dumb, and full of cum. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean, he's an FBI guy, and Bodie is a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they're totally at odds with each other, but they have this respect. Yeah. You know, and this admi- and admiration, almost yeah. like an admiration, even though they're on other ends of the the law so uh, i had to throw that one in there absolutely it's brilliant wasn't even on my list <laughs> okay you want to you want to do one again or shall i sure i'll do one more Go. um bill and ted absolutely i knew you'd have it so i didn't yeah so that's um keanu reeves obviously alex winter ted theodore logan and bill s preston esquire together we are wild stallions <laughs> i mean i love this so movie good. like wayne's world it's like they're like on par for me yeah you know, party on dudes and obviously george <laughs> carlin uh, as rufus um so, so good. good so slapstick so funny but also what's really interesting when i've gone back and watched this movie over and over again it's very educational really i haven't ho- seen it in okay. years that's what's interesting the whole premise of the movie is these guys are supposed to save the world and unite the world with their music in the future but if they fail their history class they'll break up and they'll never become this big band so that's why they go back in time to get all these historical figureheads and to pass them their history class so they do this whole history like uh project and you actually learn things i was like oh my god (laughs) this is so funny when i watched it a few months ago i was like wow i feel kind of awkward that this is educational but it's Bill and Ted, man. It's Bill, Bill and Ted's Ted. excellent adventure. So my next one, you're going to say is a cheat, but they did do a movie. Well, so I I'm taking it already with the trio. So go ahead. Mulder and Scully. The reason oh, they I'm did taking like two it. Two or three movies. Is because they did movies. And that's so, David Duchovny. David Duchovny and Gillian and Anderson. Gillian Anderson yeah. X-Files. So they're, I mean, they're famous for their that, on-screen that's chemistry. Not, that's not a cheat. I mean, Catatonia did a song called Mulder and Scully. <laughs> they made at least two actual theatrical movies. It was two. I'm pretty yeah, sure it was and two. The TV shows come back like three times. Yeah. So what's so amazing about that um, duo to me is obviously you have a male and female agent, yeah. and they're always, always on the brink of that. You oh, know, romance! And it never happens until yeah. the films. Like almost oh, throughout see, the see, entire the TV films. series, they they don't even kiss. So they get together in the movies. They get together in the movies. Oh. Um, Wonder if the fans like that. It drives you crazy because there's there's several like almost moments oh. or, uh, where it almost happens, and they're always you know obviously there's that sort of flirtatious banter, but they 
have so much respect for each other and they work together. Yeah, and they're saving each other's lives episode to episode, yeah. And um, yeah, so that, that on-screen chemistry is just No, it's slim a to great none. choice. They're yeah. absolutely uh, movie duos and TV yeah. duos, but just iconic characters. Okay, good. My next one is Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> I knew. I knew you'd have that one that I saw. So okay. Yeah. Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Mewes. Yes. I, I mean, I love, 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 love Jay and Silent Bob. You know I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith yes, movies. He has his whole view askew universe, um, which is all of his characters are connected throughout all the movies. And Jay and Silent Bob are in basically, I think, every single one of them. Yeah. Um, and... Kevin Smith as Silent Bob is always famously known to be silent the entire movie. Then he'll always say one like really sage piece of advice. Yeah. Like in Chasing Amy, he's the one who gives the whole Chasing Amy speech at the end of how you let her go and stuff. And what does he do in Mallrats? Uh, in all of them, he has he some, some line, like, right? Some line in every film. He always has like one kind of line right. of dialogue that's like smart or wisdom. And then obviously, you know, Jay is just a total twat, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I true. am the Clint Commander. <laughs> I mean, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes yeah. Back is such a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. I've seen that film too many times and I would want to admit I love it to death. Um, their characters are so funny, which is funny when you think about it. they're drug dealers, they're douchebags, they're, <laughs> they're, they're idiots. idiots, they're criminals, but they're so lovable. Yeah. Um, they're so silly. Yeah. And they're in all the films they are in clerks, yeah. mole rats, dogma. They're so good in dogma. Um, I love those characters and uh, I've heard he's doing, um, like a Jay and silent Bob reboot. Great. That's supposed to be the next film that Kevin Smith is doing. And that's exciting. I, I can't wait. I, I'd, lo- I'd love to see it. Awesome. So this is a whole other end of the spectrum. I'm going way back to my childhood. You're going to laugh. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, my God. Chip and Dale, Rescue This one's all on you. I just don't remember. Oh, my gosh. I used to love these guys. The cartoon. Like, what are they? Like chipmunks? They're chipmunks and they solve crimes. Oh they were God, amazing. I think I did see that as a kid. Yeah. It's been so long. This one's all I you, I had to bring it up. I mean. No, that's great. They. Um, for the, This is for the kids. This is for the kids. Is I used to watch airing? them. Is airing? No. Oh, no. This is no. like 80s, These were 90s. films. I watched them on video. Oh, they were movies? They it's were, not a TV show? No. Well, it could have been, but I didn't watch television. I watched them on um, videos. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. God, yeah. I've heard of and this. And they just have all kinds of stories about how they saved this famous person or that famous person or this child. And there was a girl chipmunk that one of them was in love with. And it, it was just... It was the best. God, then we should have plugged Tom and Jerry, man. I know. I didn't even think they're about... on the on the top list of like duos. Have they done movies though? I don't remember. I, they I must don't have. Know. Tom and Jerry must have. I remember the cartoons as a kid. But yeah, but I was gonna throw that in there I'm too. Old. But Chip and Dale. There you go. Okay, good. This one's kind of criminally low on the list, mm. but actually, here's why. Especially in movies, they haven't depicted these characters very well okay these characters would be in my top five if it was just based on movie duo well duo characters which is batman and robin i i you know i agree with you on that they haven't depicted them well the tv series with adam west and burt ward yeah they're iconic as batman and robin and they did do a movie so it does count absolutely but otherwise you've got freaking chris o'donnell and (laughs) george Clooney with his bat nipples (laughs) which is horrible the best depiction is the characters in the comics agreed if it was comics you know it would be probably number one maybe in the top five easily so that's batman and robin we still need a good 
movie depiction of this duo. That's not cheesy. That really works. And it can be done. And someone needs to damn well do it. I agree. Like My next Christian one Bale and like Joseph Gordon-Levitt would, would have be been awesome. so good. Please do uh, it. Christian, go back to it. Let's do it. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> no, I know. But it would have been great. It would have. Like, they it would have been amazing. So well, it would have yeah. worked beautifully. Okay, my next one actually is interesting because it's along the same band. I didn't love the way it was uh, depicted in film. Okay. But I love this duo from the book, which is Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Oh, wow. That's great. I, I didn't have that. I love that duo. Um, I loved the book. So the this film, is an American classic. And I, I'm is. not going to lie. I never got into it oh, growing I really up in did. England. I, I mean, it's world renowned. Yeah. I just, I never got into it. I read I, it two or three times. And again, obviously this is in a time where, you know, the uh, African-Americans are enslaved and he becomes friends with this lovely African-American boy. And he's this rebel, you know, uh, Huckleberry Finn is just such a rebel. That's great. And they are... They be, uh, they create a beautiful friendship and have adventures together, and it's it's brilliant. There's two books. They've made several movie they adaptations have, as and well. I remember thinking they were okay, mm. but it wasn't what I depicted as it yeah, should I've be. Yeah, I've never seen them, yeah. but that's okay. Okay, good. So Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn. All right, good. Next for me, totally slapstick and cheesy, but it has to be on the list. Mm-hmm. Harold and Lloyd. I, it was my next one. Dumb and dumber, Absolutely. Man. Dumb it was and my next one. I mean... <gasps> Come on. That's, That's so Jim Carrey, uh, Jeff Daniels. Who, who knew Jeff Daniels had comedic right? chops like that as well? Look, I'm even, I even oh, have a I soft, like those films. I even have a soft spot for Dumber and Dumber 2, the second so do one. I. I know, um, which did not do well. The first one is like a comedy classic. Yes. Um, they're just so, I didn't find the second one that bad. I thought it was really I, I thought it was funny. They're so good together. They're um, so dumb. Literally it's so, so dumb. quotable. And, and I mean, that final sequence as well. It, <laughs> I mean, again, it's one of those ones I can recite. I've probably totally. already done it on the podcast before, you know. So You know, good. and this bus comes up, you know, hey, do you guys know two guys who could <laughs> come with us on our tour and uh, wax our bodies? We're doing a bikini contest all across America. And they're like... Oh, no, I'm sorry, but I think down that way there's a town you could get someone there. And they're like, uh, okay. And they drive off and they're like, ah, oh, two lucky guys. And he's like, do you realize what you just did? And you're like, stop, stop. And they stop and like, I'm so the sorry. My way. friend made a huge mistake. The town's that way. So <laughs> That's good. how it ends. Oh, it's just the epitome of pure yeah. stupidity. It's and amazing. It's great. No, Harry I love and Lloyd, them. man, yeah. Brilliant pick. I'm going with Agent J and Agent K from Men in Men Black. Men in Black on my list. So awesome. Will Smith, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Who knew? Who yeah. knew that would work? Oh, it's a brilliant Really. I, honestly, I had never seen Tommy Lee Jones in anything funny. He's so grumpy He's and so deadpan. good but they, the counterpart, to, yeah. Will Smith's total manic energy yeah. and enthusiasm. And, yeah. you know, obviously he's he cracks the best jokes. Will yeah. Smith, he's a comedian. He comes from a comedic show. Yeah. And together it just works so well. And you care about them. You do. The chemistry, it's You genuine. really care. You yeah, really even, care. Even in the third one, Men in Black yeah. 3, that whole plot, which I won't go into, I, I liked it. surprised yeah. me because me it too. told more about their backstory and why you like those characters so exactly. much. It's a great comedy. It's a great piece of science fiction, yeah. Men in Black. I like all of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, a big fan. It really works on their bond and chemistry together. So th- that's a great pick, Men in yeah. Black. Oh, okay. This one's going to be funny. Mike Lowry and Marcus. 
bad boys, man. Oh, Everyone duh. wants to be like Mike. Yeah, I'm Mike Lowry. So that's Martin Lawrence and Will Smith again. I love Bad Boys. They actually did two movies. The second one only is mildly entertaining because of their chemistry. Yeah. It's actually not a great movie. First one's I great. love the first one. Yeah. And it works. Again, they're, they're bad boy cops. Um, you know, it's a hardcore action movie, oh, yeah. but it's got great comedy. Yeah. You know, because they're just so funny together. I mean, we're talking about two comedians yeah. that are brilliant. They're so good. And it's got that whole great sequence um where they're at like a, a store yeah. and they're arguing with each other, you know, and uh, the the store clerk sees guns on them and doesn't realize they're cops and he's like pulls out a gun on them and they're arguing and they're really annoyed <laughs> and they and they're like, "Hey, we're cops. Put your gun down." You know, look at our badges. It's like, "Badges, motherfucker. Badges, 25 cents." And they're like, you know, and they both put out their guns and like, you know, back the fuck up and give me a, a, a packet of tropical fruit bubblicious <laughs> and some Skittles. <laughs> anyway, I just freaking so love them. Um, they're so good in yeah. that movie. Really Brilliant. Are. Very good pick. Um, this next one's not known that well as a duo, but I'm going with it because I needed more girls on my list, which is Cher and Dion Clueless. As best friends. So who are the actors? Sorry, I don't know. Obviously, Alicia Silverstone. Is Cher? I don't know the other one. Dion? Ugh, I didn't ever see her in anything else. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, go ahead. I I everyone knows the duo. Oh, oh, I don't know who she is. Which one is it? Is it? She's it's not Britney. best friend. So it's not Britney Murphy. No, it's the girl, the African-American girl with the long black head. It's her best friend, Cher oh. and Dion. I don't know why I can't remember her. I, I remember Britney I and remember I remember Alicia, Alicia Silverstone very clearly. Well, okay. Britney comes into it like halfway yeah, through the movie. Later on, yeah. Yeah, so she's, uh, they always got each other's backs. I love that film. Okay. I, mean, I love, I love, I love that Clueless. And, As if. Yeah, and she she comes up with some of the most funny lines Dion does, her friend. And Cher is like the ditzy one and she's kind of like trying to be the smart one, but she's also the ditzy one. It's brilliant. Yeah. Come on. We got to represent the females. Yeah. Um, okay. Had good. to put it in there. All right. Good. This one's very manly. Jake and Elwood. Jake and Elwood Blues, the Blues Brothers. Of course. You ever seen the Blues Brothers? No. Oh my God. I know. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. It was a Saturday Night Live skit. It became a movie that's really iconic. Yeah. It's got like all the soul music, Aretha right. Franklin, that's James Brown. That's why I Brown. haven't seen it. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, it's from music. the 70s, but I, I, I love this movie, but it works because of their chemistry. They're two brothers. They're like crooks, but they're like on a mission from God. You know, um, it, it's a great movie. It's very old, classic, but uh, I had to do the Blues Brothers. Awesome. I'm actually surprised you didn't bring this next one up, which is Leon and Matilda and Leon. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think of them particularly as a duo. I love it when you get, um, and there are more, more than just that, where you have like an action movie with a younger kid yeah. or a girl. And I mean, they're kind of a weird creepy duo they are but they i mean he trains her as I mean, like an assassin the chemistry is incredible so, i just always think of that scene at the hotel where she said, he's not really my father he's my lover that's <laughs> so creepy i mean she's so good in it so yeah. it's uh, natalie portman and then jean reno that's right as leon it's so good anyway uh, i totally think counts. they're a duo yeah, so yeah. there you go yeah i mean it's a heartbreaking film it's kind of cut short I but know. but yeah that's brilliant okay did you want to say anything else about that no. okay that's awesome all. All right, let's see what else I have. Um, okay, this is kind of low on the list. Jules and Vincent, Pulp Fiction. I, yeah, I left that yeah. off for you. Yeah, John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, 
there are just that that's a film full of incredibly rich characters. Oh yeah. But those two stand out so well. Their banter, you know, uh, so much of the the best dialogue comes from them. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, they're they're hitmen, they're crooks, but but they're funny. Crooks. Yeah, they're just so <laughs> and they're so good. brilliant. And there's that whole opening monologue with them where he talks about where he went to yeah, France. That's and right. He's like, you know, what do you call a Big Mac in France? You know, yeah. La Big Mac. What do you call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, it's just so good. And, you know, when they're in the car, yeah. and they, <laughs> you shot Marvin in the head, and they got his brains all over them That's and right. stuff. It's just so good. So Jules and Vincent absolutely. from Pulp Fiction, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Um, Andy and Red Shawshank Redemption. Ah, okay. It was on my other list, and, and then I cut it down. It got reduced. Well, again, because I only have about twenty-five here. I absolutely had Andy Dufresne and Red from Shawshank Redemption. That's Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, so Morgan Freeman's Beautiful. one of my favorite actors. That film I recently revisited, and oh my gosh, it's, it's a masterpiece such and an amazing still film. Is. It just and it holds you for the whole three, three and a half, and a half hours. hours that it is, and there beautiful friendship how they help each yeah, other and the ending. how that ends yeah. and i'm so glad it ends that way because you think it's going to end very differently right. and it actually ends beautifully with their They're friendship a brilliant duo it yeah. should have been on my list so i'm, I, I I'm glad them. you have it okay good um shrek and donkey yes i mean come on donkey of course. it's like uh donkey. sexual chocolate no that's coming to america <laughs> that's coming but it's to still america. eddie murphy you did that last time when we talked about shrek because <laughs> it's eddie murphy sexual he probably jacket. says it in one of the shrek movies <laughs> um it's anyway so mike myers eddie murphy Come on. Who yeah. would have thought a, tongue, a talking donkey would work so well and a big ogre yeah. voiced by Mike Myers? You know my love of the Shrek movies. Of course. My wife gives me a hard time about how often I watch those films. <laughs> I watch so them. Good. I watch them two or three times a year. That's awesome. I, like, I watched the first one a lot. you watch this last week? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> so good. Um, but Shrek and Donkey, I mean, Fiona and Shrek, you could say, but really to me, no, Shrek and is. Donkey is like the ultimate kind of duo. Yeah. I mean, they made a ride based on like Shrek and right. Donkey yeah. together saving yeah. the princess. And they can't stand each other at first, oh, you know? I Shrek mean, is so mean to Donkey. Yeah, and Donkey's so mean. So annoying, yeah. you know? I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. That's anyway, right. I mean, so Eddie Murphy good. does him so well. I, I freaking love it. But they're such a great duo. Fantastic pick. Fantastic pick. Okay, um, I actually got to the end of my list, but I had two honorable mentions that are TV. Can I? Go ahead, of course. Okay, it's they're, they're my two. Favorite, favorite TV duos. Is which Psych is on here? Psych, yes. <laughs> Sean and Gus. Okay. Best duo ever. You know, a cocky detective team with his, uh, I mean, detective with his amazing sidekick. Who's his best friend? I haven't seen it, but I can report that my wife has been binging it and she yep. seems to like it. So, so. The, the cool thing to know about this um, show and this duo is at the beginning of every Psych episode, they have a small like three minute scene of them as kids getting up to no good. Oh, really? When they're like nine or 10 years old, little Gus and little Sean. And like they do something silly and it always relates to what happens in that episode. Like in one, they're like digging up the backyard and looking for treasure. And the dad gets really mad and makes them, you know, put the hole, uh, the holes back in the yard. And then that episode is all about this guy who comes into town and is like a treasure hunter or whatever. Oh, wow. Anyway, so amazing duo. That entire show is carried by their chemistry. Right. 
carried I know it's by so popular because of that duo yeah. particularly. Yeah. So I had to mention it. And then I'm going to just throw the my last one in there, which is Sam and Dean from Supernatural. Because oh, right, right. not only are they you brothers, show. they um, a lot of the time detest each other. Like, oh, they do? They are such polar opposites. He's like this hot womanizing. Which one? Dean is like the hot womanizing, eats burgers, you know, is cracks dirty jokes kind of guy and dean is this smart quiet caring sweet brother and he's the older brother and they are so awesome together i'll take your word for it i mean again i know supernatural has a huge cult following season 14 people love it i know man 14 starts in starts in 10 days i have it on my calendar all right here's another ridiculous one but come on i had to do it dr evil and mini me Okay, fair enough. Me, me, me. Yeah, okay. You complete me? Hello? <laughs> Anyone? Jerry Maguire? <laughs> you had me at hello? <laughs> I mean, come it's on. It's kind of a creepy one, but okay. Oh, I love them together. Mini-Me They're is just so, so funny. creepy. Like, I love you. You love me. You come complete to me. me? Come to me, Mini-Me. <laughs> Mini-Me, so stop. Stop biting. <laughs> it's just so funny. It is funny. Um, that's Mike Myers yeah. and Vern Troyer. Rest in peace. Um, I had to mention them. Did okay. you have any others? No, I'm done. Um, you know what? So am I. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, I have one You more. had a bunch of mine. We had a lot of each other. Yeah, so. our lists were actually yeah. quite on par, which is okay. That's a good thing. So I have one more. Uh, this is a classic, and that's good. It's good that we've got a classic here, which is uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, I hadn't seen you him, so could Have you say seen it yet? No. Okay. That's Robert Redford and Paul Newman, who also are like classic movie duos. Yeah. Because um, they did The Sting together as well, which was acclaimed, which I, I like that, but I love them in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Okay, so, awesome. I mean, that's our list. Oh, and then here's another one. I think this would be a duo, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of a, classical and romantic. But, but that's then we go into lovers and star-crossed lovers and great true. romances. That's true. You know what I mean? And instead, we're doing movie duos yes. right now. Yes. Okay, well, I think that was a pretty cool list. That was quite that was animated and fun. And yeah. very different, all types in there. Yeah. So check those out. Tell us if we uh, we missed any. But uh, I hope did, you I'm guys, sure. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. That's uh, our favorite movie duos. Good night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. We would like to remind you to please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It means the world to us. Also, follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Email us with any suggestions, comments. We'd love it all at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. You can also check out any new Tony the Movie Guy updates either on our Facebook page or on TonyTheMovieGuy.com. And lastly, if you would like to keep on supporting the podcast, we appreciate you listening. But if you'd like to go the extra step, you can become a patron of the podcast on patreon.com or you can donate to our GoFundMe account. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.